Welcome back. This is the week you missed with Todd and Jared, and we got a special guest, Pat, today. Pat and I have been doing a local podcast last year. We kind of uh, missed routine for a little bit, and now we're like, fuck it, let's have us all in one and, and have a little party together. So a little preface um, of why I'm so excited to uh, have both of you guys on together. You guys are two very, um, very smart people. I'll start off with that. I love hearing all you guys' inputs. You're quick to think, well-spoken and all that. You guys are definitely loud, not in a bad way, but, but you're loud. Um, and you guys are, I think you both um, are a little bit opposite ends of the spectrum, but at the same time, um, you're two of the very few people that I can say opposing views and you guys can like have a discussion with and not just be like, oh, you're an idiot, I don't believe you. Um, I think both of you know, I can be far left sometimes and I can be far right sometimes. I'm like, I'm confused and all over. Um, so I think it, it's like a nice mix of uh, the three of us to see see what we think and all that. Um, so without further ado, let's get started. I think we've actually talked about this a little bit before, but um, it keeps on happening. I'm fascinated by it. Uh, Santos, <laughs> this guy, <laughs> this guy just keeps coming out. I heard yesterday it came out. He stole someone's sweater like in high school and, and like there's even video of it. It's just lie after lie after lie after lie that keeps coming out. And you're like, this is uh, just wild. So I have a couple of thoughts. One of my main thoughts is like, uh, should there be a application when you're running for office where they do background checks maybe they have tax returns that they submit so the whole thing with trump wouldn't have ever happened and people would know how much money people are making or who is funding these people and all that maybe there should be uh, a resume that is verified and authorized and all that would that help and make this go by or are the people allowed to vote for who they want and if the people got duped the people got duped so that's one of my first questions. But then my other question, and uh, I don't know how to put this, but like, I don't really mind this guy too much yet. Cause like him lying sucks, but like he hasn't done anything, I don't think bad yet. Maybe he stole money or he might've stolen money. I don't know, actually, I, I'm uh, speaking a little bit. Like in my opinion, when uh, politicians are like insider trading, and like obviously making money based on government policies that they knew about in advance, that like seems so malicious and like, yo, you're, you're not breaking a law because like technically you're going around these um, little uh, loopholes and all that. But like, it's weird to me that people don't get mad when, when politicians do something like that. And we're getting mad at this guy who like stole, um, stole someone's sweatshirt and said he's Jewish and said his, his grandma died in every single tragedy uh, for the last 10 years and all that. Like it's, it's wrong, but um, it's just a little interesting to me, like what we put our, our uh, focus on. Let's hear from the guest first. <laughs> so I, I can tell you that the reason why there's investigations that have been opened, obviously by the ethics committee and uh, definitely by campaign finance uh, authorities, yeah, campaign finance. When a, when a candidate runs, they create a political action committee for themselves, and that committee is empowered to collect money 
on on their behalf, and they also have to do a financial disclosure when you're a candidate. So uh, as far as the Holocaust stuff and the Jewish, you know, stuff and all the other things like that is like morally reprehensible, um, but it's questionable whether he like did anything illegal there in the context of running for office. Um, saying he worked for Goldman Sachs and Citigroup um, and declaring uh, like falsifying his his net worth and where he was getting his income from and what he did for a job. That absolutely violates, at a minimum, campaign finance law um, and could violate other things as well, depending on what kind of paperwork he submitted and what he said on it. So that's just from like a political consultant standpoint, like he's definitely in trouble uh, when it comes to that stuff. So just wanted to kind of jump in as far as like any illegality he might have committed. Do you think he will uh, be convicted of like a crime? Do you think he'll actually get like um, held accountable for that? Without knowing New York's can, uh, uh, finance law, I can speak from a Pennsylvania standpoint um, that at a minimum, you know, he could be removed from office, um, not allowed to run again, um, levied a fine. It's not jail time, I can tell you that. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, nor really, unless, unless something else comes out that you Yeah, like I mean, nor really should it be. You know, the man's right. a, like, he's, he's a liar. But I mean, in the end, he perpetrated a fraud against right. uh, the, the constituents of, of his district. And so, um, you know, not an expert as far as New York state campaign finance law, or, or really this is a federal office, so the FEC looking into him. Um, but I can tell you that uh, he's not gonna be effectively, he's not gonna be able to effectively do his job if he gets committee assignments stripped from him and he's not allowed to like actually legislate. That's for sure. And real quick before Todd speaks, I want to uh, preface what Todd uh, is about to say. I don't even know. But last week, Todd had a um, a call for the year or a call for like the decade. He's like, watch this. He said, we're living in a simulation right now. Everything is crazy. He thinks Santos is going to rise to the top of the GOP party and be like a name that we hear about for 10, 15 years because the GOP is going to be like, no. Nah, this guy has uh, so much publicity, like let's uh, stand behind him. And uh, I feel like the GOP kind of does act like that sometimes. So yeah, look, look, Jeremy, what we've got here is a classic, uh, classic uh, leftist media <laughs> coming after American hero, George Santos. Patrick <laughs> Ahern, uh, known communist, is attacking <laughs> one of our finest representatives in George Santos. <laughs> no, <laughs> for real though, this, this is just, like honestly, I <laughs> I'm just, like this is this is the story that keeps on giving. I love it. Um, yeah, it's uh, awesome. Just, while we're here, I had uh, I had I, I've been playing with uh, Chat GPT a lot. The nice. um, the the AI robot. I just asked it to write a silly haiku about a lying congressman named George Santos, and the uh, the haiku is George Santos lies. With each speech, truth dies and flies. Congress's biggest fraud. No I, way. That is epic. Nice. <laughs> that is good. I feel like that's uh, that's eloquent. And because ChatGPT is not allowed to trademark or copyright its own work, I am not doing that myself. So feel free to license that amazing poem from me. <laughs> uh, I, I Honestly, I, I feel like it's crazy because there's a couple things. One, like, I actually listened to a podcast about this and apparently like the reason that none of this came out during the campaign is like he just happened to run against people at a time that had like really 
poorly funded campaigns that couldn't pay for opposition research and like this stuff just like didn't come out and, mm. and and apparently there was some like local newspaper that had actually done all this and wrote a I think they wrote an article about a month before the election that basically was like this guy's a complete liar but in our day now where basically everyone watches you know MSNBC and Fox News and CNN no one paid attention to the local newspaper that was like this guy might be lying and mm. so it's honestly like this is one of those things where like people get what they deserve and whoever is in the, in, in that district and they elected him, like you guys made your bed and sleep in it. Like, I don't want this guy removed from office. Like he, he is a, he's a shining example of the dysfunction of our politics. And I don't want him, like, I don't want people to be able to like retcon him and go back and be like, Oh, well, he obviously should not have been elected. It's like, no, you guys, you have this utterly corrupt and bullshit system that is so wrapped up in basically red team versus blue team that a complete liar and fraud can get elected. So no, live with this. You get this. You did this. You get to have this, this wacky guy um, be your congressperson. And like, I, my assumption is he's not going to get any, like, he's not going to be on any committees or anything, right? No, there's, like, there's no way I, you can't. <laughs> I mean that that's Kevin McCarthy's call and who knows that guy just doesn't give a shit so. <laughs> well I mean look, he's just flopping his dick on the table at this point and just to tell me about it this <laughs> is a little my question and I, I know I um I like pick on her a lot but I think she deserves to be picked on Nancy Pelosi is the number one trader like of all time uh based on the last 15 years of returns and there's like time and time again she has these huge investments of like a thousand put options or a thousand call options on Uber, Facebook, um, Coin, Coinbase, whatever. And then literally a month later, it'll come out that there's regulation that the, um, the United States is going to force all cars to become electric vehicles. And that's obviously going to help electric vehicle makers and her stock in electric vehicles then skyrockets. And then she goes, oh no, it wasn't my stock portfolio, it was my husband's. And she goes, we don't talk about what's going on. To me, that's like obvious, obvious corruption and obvious and obvious fraud. And people have brought it up numerous times over the last five years. It's like pretty known. There's Twitter um, like profiles that literally follow every single one of her picks. Cause they're like, hey, you just do what she does. You're gonna make money. Uh, like, cause she doesn't lose. So it's like, that's known to me. I just, uh, Santos is an idiot. We should be bringing this up. The new story every day of him lying should be brought up. But it's just weird to me that like someone who's such, has such high power, she's the third most powerful person in the country, could do something to me so obviously not right. And it, it gets news sometimes, but it doesn't get like nearly the energy as George Santos saying he's Jew. Uh, Come on, man. Yo, Nancy Pelosi is the most maligned besides Donald Trump. <laughs> she is the most maligned politician in, in the United States. They both like, deserve it. They both like, deserve it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, but like, like seeing the direction and the reason why people do, I am no way going to defend Nancy Pelosi when it comes to financial crimes, you know, stuff that she does inside the fact that she supported, you know, big banks, uh, you know, and, and helped bail them out. Uh, without providing any kind of leverage for the American people. There's all sorts of stuff that I don't like about Nancy Pelosi. But in the grand scheme of things, you know, this is something that 
almost everybody in Congress, unless you're altruistic and like morally defensible, do. And so I'm more concerned about the fact of a system like what Todd brought up that just allows this to happen and perpetuates it. And, and I'm not trying to like let her off the hook, but I'm just saying like Nancy Pelosi is not the enemy here as far as I'm concerned. It is, it is a system that allows people to willingly enrich themselves by holding public yeah. office when they're supposed to be beholden to us. Well, don't they make the rules? Yes, and they make I, the I mean, rules really, really, really well for themselves. Like, and, yeah. and Patrick's point, like, I'm not going to hold anyone, like, look, get yours. If you become a congressperson, you get to trade on inside info. That's just allowed. If I did it, I would be doing the same thing because I want money. I, I want my, you know, if I have kids, I want them to have a, a college account. So my personal feeling is congressmen shouldn't make any money at all. It should be, it should be a miserable job that you don't want to do, but you really want to make change and make things better. And it should be tops uh, four or five years. You shouldn't have people in Congress for 40 years. Like that makes no sense to me. If it's that good a job and it's that fun and comfortable, then you're not working hard enough. Like Congress should be hard and you should be stressed and you should be like, I don't want to do this anymore because it's fucking tough. It shouldn't be all cushy, like, oh, I'm going to do this till I die because it's so easy and I'm just making so much money. I don't understand that. I think it would fix, but I don't want to talk too much. I don't want to cut you off, Todd. You can finish it up and then bring up your uh, news event for the week. I was going to say, like, I, I sort of like, look, I, I get what you're saying in principle, but I think that is it's unrealistic. So I almost sort of go the other way where it's like, look, get yours, do your thing. But like, let's just create disclosure laws or laws that make this have to be, you know, make it more apparent and make it more transparent. Like, I think it was uh, I think Bill Hicks and this is a concept that's been brought up multiple times. It's he had a joke that, you know, congressmen and senators should have to wear a jacket like nascar with all the <laughs> yeah, yeah, logos on idea. like be like look take all the money you want don't care but every time you're on tv there's going to be like a graphic laid over you that's just like all the logos with like numbers next to it of how much the corporations donated to you like because like, we're, we're not we're not going to get money out of politics that's not going to happen like because the, the, the look that that's a big talking point that you typically hear more from the left than the right but let's be real like the fact of the matter is that Citizens United, which sort of unleashed a lot of dark money into politics, that is taken advantage of just as much by left groups as right groups. Like unions get to take advantage of Citizens United in ways that like, like, it, like the funniest thing ever will be if there is ever a real legal challenge to Citizens United, you will see the largest bipartisan legal effort ever to stop it from being repealed. And everyone, everyone who's like, wait, yeah, I that's we, good. we need unity. Everyone will be super confused by being like, why, why are the Democrats and Republicans both fighting this? And they'll be like, because they want their money. Yeah. They want their money. They like their money. They, they like it when when people can give them this dark money that doesn't need to be tracked or whatever, like they like it, they both like mm -hmm. it. It's never going to end. So I feel like it's like, like stop. We, we should stop trying to uncorrupt politics and just trying to make it more transparent. Um, because the fact of the matter is that's what these people are going to do. Like it, it it's, yeah. Like there, yeah. there, there's no, there's no fighting it. So what do you got for us, Todd? Um, I love this, um, the, the Biden documents thing. I think it's hilarious. And <laughs> it's funny. I was on my, my dad, my brother and myself have a, have a group chat and we were talking about this and trying to understand it. And like, you know, cause my brother was like, 
you know, people are talking about, you know, was this a inside job by Democrats to try to create a controversy for Donald or for Joe Biden so that he can't run again? And I think I don't think that's the issue. I don't think that's happening because like if Biden doesn't run, like there's this really crazy thing where as wacky as it sounds, Joe Biden is really the best option for Democrats in 2024 because if Joe Biden doesn't run, that means the default is Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris is one of the worst politicians that exists um, in terms of retail <laughs> politics, like just the way it is. But if they sideline her, now they're getting rid of the white guy. They're not letting the woman of color run for office. Who are they going to go to? Fucking Mayor Pete, who's basically fucked up everything that he needs to do in terms of like anything. In so, so it's all got me thinking where like, I think the reason that all this Biden stuff is coming out now is because they are essentially trying to make it so that they can't prosecute Trump about his documents to clear the path for him to be able to run because he's going to be the easiest person to beat. Like this is this is my grand conspiracy theory of this mm. time because they're like they're like oh we got Trump on this uh, document thing everyone's like yeah we could definitely charge him that is a hundred percent easy case obstruction of justice da 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 not going to be able to run and they're like whoa what do you mean he's not going to be able to run yeah it's like we're going to charge him he's not going to run and then Joe Biden will obviously win against whatever Republicans put up and everyone's like oh yeah easy there. Mm. <laughs> Then they all reconsidered, and I, I legitimately think they're like, we need Trump to run, and they got ahead, they got over their skis with this whole document thing, and now it's like, well, Joe Biden had some documents too. No one's going to prosecute it. Trump will run, and Biden will beat him. I don't know. That that is like this whole thing just playing out, and like the way it, it like, I don't know. It's it's just this. It it, it all just feels so fucking made up. Like I'm excited I, to hear <laughs> what's Pat got to say, and then I'll talk because I I, I got to hear what Pat says. Because, like, you know, Todd just hit it on that last thing. I'm so glad that you brought up this issue because I'm on kind of the opposite. Not not saying that this isn't convenient to be brought up in order to clear the way for a, like, Rocky Apollo Creed rematch, you know, only it's, <laughs> only it's octogenarians, you know, fighting each other. Um, but... But what, you know, the reality of it is like way more boring and and like kind of in the weeds is that all ex-presidents and yes. vice presidents take things with them either yes. on purpose or by accident. If you just think about their lives where they're encapsulated either in the Naval Observatory for vice presidents or the White House for presidents and they've got all this paper flying around and they're handed all this sensitive material and they just like grab it from some anonymous staffer. They put it in a briefcase or a box. And then they have a bunch, like hundreds of people come and move all of their stuff out of those taxpayer residences into wherever they're going next. There's absolutely going to be paper that they quote unquote shouldn't have when they leave. And so none of this is surprising. What has suddenly made it a controversy is Trump. Because everything that he does is <laughs> has a shadow of what has been done before, only he just took it, dressed it up in a crazy outfit and hairdo, and just injected it on political steroids, and then tries to cover it up because yeah. he's an idiot. I and, will, and part of me, I think Trump's an idiot. I don't think he's not an idiot. But I also, do you think like he does those things a little bit 
purposeful because he like he knows, hey, this person broke the rule on a factor of one. But if I can break it on a factor of 10 now and I can just say, hey, but look at them, they did the same thing because he he does. It seems like he does things over and over that have been done before, just not as blatant and drastic and like huge. But he all the time has an excuse and, and is able to say like, but Barack did that, but they did that, but that did that. And like, I don't think he's right, but he does do things that have been like kind of done to a degree before. Do you think that's purposeful and then like kind of smart on his, his end? <laughs> this is this is the classic uh, Trump 4D chess argument where it's yeah. just like, it's like, it's just the, and, and look, look, the, the like, He's like Schrodinger's Trump. He is simultaneously the most ignorant, idiotic person in the world who's also a fucking diabolical genius. <laughs> and and like, and I'm not like, I don't know which it is, but I'm not gonna put my flag on either side. Like, I'm pretty sure he's just sort of like an outside of politics sort of moron and idiot. But at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, Jeremy, it's exactly what you said. It's and and um, or is you know, it Russia? Or is it Russia realizing this and kind of, or maybe not just Russia, but like a bunch of foreign <laughs> adversaries and like they're kind of uh, guiding this storyline along because they see how um, divisive it can make us and how uh, how yeah, not aligned we are. What do you think, well, Pat? Yeah, uh, honestly, I think it's somewhere in the middle. I think that yeah. like our institution, like this happens throughout history for uh for you know established superpowers so to speak no matter what time we're in okay you can draw analogies all you want to different like empires and kingdoms and whatever but in the end at some point somebody comes along and does something they've seen someone else do but they take it to a whole new level and all the rules that we've all generally been going along with up until this point Suddenly we're like, oh shit, there's nobody to like make him not do it. Mm -hmm. Or when we try to make him not do it in the in the way the tools that are available to us, it doesn't stop him or it doesn't incentivize this behavior to stop. So mm -hmm. what we're seeing is not that Trump is necessary. We don't need to choose whether he's an idiot or a genius. People encapsulate the, all sorts of contradictions inside themselves all every day. I think what it is is, yeah, he's an ignoramus. Um, he just is literally a sociopath. He doesn't care, and the institutions are incapable because there's no presidential police force that's like, "Yo, dude, stop mm. what you're doing." You know, we have all these other checks that have been unable to stop him from doing this, and and I think that he's like a terrible person you know what i mean like he is he is he's legitimately a terrible person and so he's like i'm gonna take a bunch of stuff on iran and china and i'm gonna have people over in mar-a-lago and they're i'm gonna get them drunk and i'm gonna be like check this stuff out like he's absolutely <laughs> doing that wait <laughs> like so he, we're, he we're the russian ambassador like intel that we had on russia when he had we're running yeah. i just think he likes to show off yeah, We're running think... a little low on time, um, so I want to close up with at least one uh, question. So what do you think comes of all of this? Is Trump going to get in trouble for documents? Is Biden going to get in trouble for documents? Is nothing going to happen and we're just all making news to make news? Um, what will happen with all of this? Um, I think that neither of them will get in trouble and this story is going to get fucking deep sixed faster than you can even imagine. It's good. It is going to disappear. And people that follow politics that don't, that are 
that are bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and don't realize how fucked out the entire media industrial complex is with regard to politics are going to be like, wait, what happened here? Like, why isn't Trump being prosecuted? Why isn't Biden being prosecuted? It's like, because they don't want to, because it will be inconvenient if either of them get prosecuted. This issue is going to disappear so fast it will make your goddamn head spin. It is mm. just like it's it's just gonna be gone in the next in the next two to in the next two to four weeks. You will just this thing will have never have existed. A big even, news uh, event. The happening. next the next uh the next big news event will happen, will take the uh the this, this eyes away gone. and then it'll never go back, maybe. This, what this do you think? I, I can't argue. I can't argue. The, the only the only like caveat I'll throw in there is that because Trump's situation is slightly different and more egregious. Yeah. Uh, some agency might be like bad Donald, you know, yeah, exactly. like, like kind of, kind of like with the Trump organization getting fined, you know exactly. what I mean? Like nobody went to jail. Everything is egregious and terrible, but like naughty, don't do it again. You know? Yeah. So I, I, honestly, I, I can't, I can't disagree with that. It's going to disappear. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would say that was a good week. We missed. It wasn't too traumatic and deadly and tragedy and all of that. Um, I, really enjoyed this uh episode i like having i think having three people there's a good dynamic especially two opposing views i wasn't opposed to anything as you guys but um no that was dope. Hey, we, we basically agreed on everything yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just coming at it from different angles yeah, you know that's, is... that's what america is and people don't realize is we're mostly no. aligned we just uh have small discrepancies that we can um yeah. can't figure out but that was awesome. Thank you so much for coming on, Pat. I hope we see you again soon. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Absolutely. Love you Thanks guys. Thanks for having Peace. me, guys. Later. Later.